0: late in 2022 we posited that nvidia's new latest and greatest hopper gpu architecture and its new upcoming data center system the h100 would absolutely level the playing field in public cloud computing fast forward to today it looks like that is absolutely happening before continuing let me remind you to hit the like button And subscribe to the channel if this video is helpful as you do your own investment research and increase your knowledge of business and technology we really appreciate the support as subscribing to the channel helps us continue putting out content like this nvidia's h100 is an absolute game changer it has set off an arms race in the public cloud all of the big public cloud companies are scrambling to add these new h100s to their architecture to make sure they stay ahead of each other and don't lose customers. So quick update today. thought I would just show you the numbers that we're looking at here that illustrate what we're talking about here. How has NVIDIA leveled the playing field, perhaps even commoditizing the public cloud? Let me show you this chart here. We have revenue growth figures for the last four quarters for all of the public cloud companies, starting with the top, the big one there, Amazon AWS, culminating in the first quarter of 2023. You can see the company's growth rate deteriorating from well over 30% year-over-year growth, down to just a meager 16% year-over-year growth. Certainly nothing to complain too much about, given the the massive size of this of this cloud platform at amazon much talk about the slowing global economy contributing to amazon aws's woes here but perhaps there's something more than just macroeconomic factors at work you can see something similar also happening at microsoft azure their growth rate going from 40% down to 27%, mind you, this is Microsoft Azure specifically, not Microsoft's entire Intelligent Cloud division, just Azure specifically. We don't know how big Azure is, but nonetheless, you can see a big slowdown here. Google Cloud, uh, a a very distant third place behind AWS and Azure, also slowing, although a bit more moderately, but, Here's where things get interesting, Oracle Cloud. In times past, we've excluded Oracle Cloud from this list, but we think it's time that we start mentioning them alongside the top three, AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. And here's why you can actually see an acceleration in their revenue growth. So clearly, macroeconomic slowdowns, basically customers uh, worried about a recession, cutting their spending, slowing down their adoption of new cloud infrastructure and software. Not a deterrent here for Oracle. Something similar for DigitalOcean, the tiny company that focuses on small and mid-sized businesses. Pretty resilient growth here. What exactly is going on? I believe part of what is happening here is absolutely NVIDIA's hardware getting added into these big cloud systems and enabling companies like Oracle, the underdog, the tiny little cloud infrastructure business that no one really wanted until suddenly they struck a first mover deal with NVIDIA in the fourth quarter of 2022. Uh, Again, maybe if, if you're not aware of this, back in October, 2022, Oracle said they were purchasing a bunch of these NVIDIA H100 systems. And then in March of this year, Oracle also said they were going to be the first public cloud offering NVIDIA's DGX cloud, basically an AI training platform as a service. So suddenly, not only is Amazon AWS and the other largest public cloud companies, not only are they facing macroeconomic headwinds, but now suddenly they have these scrappy, little competitors with more advanced chip technology running in their cloud than they do and it looks like it is more than just a gimmick there are some actual tangible results here i'm going to read you a quote from larry ellison larry ellison is the co-founder and now currently the chief technology officer of oracle in the last earnings call larry ellison answered a question to clarify what's going on with Oracle Cloud. After the CEO Safra Katz uh, provides some commentary on Oracle Cloud, Larry Ellison adding some specifics here. He says, if we run twice as fast, we cost twice as much. Now, that's that's the thinking. He's, he's clarifying here. The thinking might be, OK, if Oracle Cloud's infrastructure runs twice as fast as the competition, they must be twice as expensive. But no he clarifies, we cost half as much. Half as much because we run twice as fast, we cost half as much as the competition. This is uh, a bit anecdotal, but uh, Ellison continues, sometimes we do run a lot more than twice as fast. We cost a lot less than half as much. We announced a new database, a new version of MySQL with a fast query processor called HeatWave And we have customers moving from Amazon Aurora, where they're experiencing 1,000x speed versus Amazon Aurora. We're 1,000x faster in query processing than Amazon versus version of MySQL. Okay, so let me explain what's going on here. Oftentimes when companies rent cloud infrastructure, uh, this is not a software-as-a-service-based software as a service based model. This is a consumption model. You pay by the second. So if you have a high performance compute workload, or maybe uh, more recently, what's making uh, the media go crazy right now, these very, very large AI and large language model training sessions, you have a humongous data set, and it takes a long time to train the algorithm. You're going to pay by the second and now oracle suddenly introduces this new infrastructure powered by nvidia's h100 systems and it takes you half the time to train that algorithm than if you left it at amazon aws because it is half the time to train it and this is a consumption-based model basically the pricing is half as much a 50 percent reduction in cost to train an AI model by simply switching to Oracle cloud. This is an incredibly insightful comment. Uh, It helps explain uh, some of the pricing and and how the business model actually works in public cloud uh, for investors that are not aware of it. But Ellison's comments also explain a lot of the dynamic going on. It explains why there is this arms race, why suddenly everybody wants to get their hands on an NVIDIA H100 system, at least least among the big, giant public cloud companies anyways. They cannot afford not to have NVIDIA hardware in their architecture at this point, especially if you have new startups leaving for uh, fellow upstarts like Oracle Cloud. uh, Or even worse, if you have your customers taking some of their workloads away from you and moving it to someone like Oracle Cloud, uh, suddenly you have to play catch up. You also need NVIDIA H100s. And it it also explains why NVIDIA is getting, one of the reasons why, anyways, NVIDIA is getting such a high premium on these most advanced GPU accelerated systems. We continue to think that this new arms race in the biggest public cloud companies is going to take at least a year, maybe a year and a half before some of the spending starts to slow down. Uh, But this is a brand new market. Uh, This new AI training market really could kick off a super cycle that lasts for a decade. It's going to be highly, highly cyclical. Some competition will eventually come for NVIDIA. AMD and Intel are trying to come up with something. That competes with NVIDIA's platform, their hardware and software combined systems. But at this point, it looks like uh, it's a green light for NVIDIA for the next year and a half. Now, I want to go back to these public cloud companies here for just a moment though, because we still see a great deal of opportunity investing in them. Uh, We have positions in most of them here. We took a position in Amazon late last year, Uh, because we think it's undervalued. Thanks to AWS, we think the slowdown is temporary here. But out of the biggest three, our favorite is still Alphabet. We like Google Cloud specifically because Google Cloud just flipped from operating losses to an operating profit. Now, of course, Alphabet, the parent organization overall, highly profitable, but Google Cloud, which makes up Uh, Approaching 15-20% of revenue, overall revenue, having a segment like that suddenly flip from losses to profits can do a great deal for the company's overall profit margins. On a one-year forward basis, Alphabet stock trades for about 23 times current year earnings per share expectations. Uh, We actually think of the biggest three here, Alphabet. Still looks like a pretty good long-term deal. Oracle is interesting. Uh, A lot of moving parts here. Of course, they acquired uh, the healthcare software giant Cerner last year. Uh, That is really kind of shuffling around the business. It looks like at the moment, this stock is a bit frothy. But if you look at earnings expectations for the next year, they just started their fiscal year 2024. Analysts expect... Uh, a big jump in earnings, Oracle possibly trading for actually a similar valuation as Alphabet, about 23 times one year forward earnings. Uh, We think Alphabet overall, if their digital ads business makes a big comeback, is the better value, potentially a higher grower business overall. Uh, So we like the higher growth for uh, what appears to be the same valuation at the moment but the one that still looks really really interesting to us is this little guy all the way at the bottom digital ocean a little small cap stock it has rallied 80 percent so far in 2023 what is really astonishing about that is even after that huge rally digital ocean still only trading for about 27 times one year forward expected earnings. Now, this is a bit of a premium 27 X earnings uh, expected earnings for a company that admittedly is also hitting, hitting some macroeconomic snags a, a, as, as they progress, even their small and mid-sized business customer focus does not completely exempt them from some economic woes. But what's really fascinating here to us is that digital ocean has yet to add any GPU acceleration to their cloud infrastructure. And yet, in spite of this, uh, in spite of some very, very large competition that could potentially steamroll them, DigitalOcean's growth has been resilient and it's a tiny player in a very large market. We think they still have a, a very long runway of growth ahead of them in the next decade. If they do eventually add GPU acceleration, I, we know from conversations we've had with CEO Yancey Spruill in the past, that's something that they are potentially looking at doing in the future. As of right now, nothing they've officially announced, but if they were to add GPU acceleration, we just kind of wonder what could this do for DigitalOcean's prospects if they kind of join in on this cloud infrastructure. Arms race, arms race because even as it stands right now with what they have, they're more than holding their own. And of course, the other nice thing about DigitalOcean is it is an absolute pure play on public cloud. Uh, the other four large peers are absolutely not. Of course, Amazon, uh, most of its revenue comes from its e-commerce empire, Microsoft, uh, huge, well-diversified software giant, Google, highly reliant on digital ads, primarily from Google search. Uh, Oracle, also uh, historically a software company. Uh, All four of these companies have a mix of something else, and cloud is a smaller portion of the revenue. DigitalOcean, 100% in on public cloud. So we also like that. It's a small cap. Uh, Small cap does not automatically mean greater potential, especially not in the digital age uh, when you have these business models that are incredibly scalable. But in this case, we actually think there is a lot of upside here for DigitalOcean if if they can continue to execute uh, like they've been able to since their IPO a couple of years ago. That is a wrap for this quick weekend update on the status of the cloud market. It'll be interesting to see if these companies can reaccelerate uh, their revenue growth later in 2023. Stay tuned for that. Coming up in the next week, uh, in our previous video, we talked about how NVIDIA has become a platform business, specifically when it comes to its data center and AI segment. But there's another segment at nvidia that really has kind of been forgotten in all of this ai media craze next weekend we have something special coming for you regarding nvidia's automotive segment stay tuned for that and we're going to have some earnings roundups on some other semiconductor businesses and adjacent technology companies uh, that sort of fell by the wayside during earnings season again, because of this AI hype cycle. As always, thank you everyone for tuning in. Links below to the videos that we referenced. And if you feel so inclined to leave us a tip to fund our coffee addiction, uh, link below to that as well. Have a great weekend. See you next week.